Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today I want to remind you that we're doing a short series called Family Favorites, where now through the holidays, we are going to be rerunning some of the favorite podcast episodes that we've had throughout the last year. Some of you are joining us rather recently with the Psalm series, so you may have missed some of these other series and, and episodes. And for others of you, I know that I've heard from some of you that you're a little bit behind on the Psalm study. So this will give you a little bit of time to catch up. We are going to pick back up with the Psalm study in January. Thank you so much for those of you that are continuing to study along with us. I just want to say how thankful I am for you and Merry Christmas. After a quick word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's episode together. Stay tuned. friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach. I know sometimes you doubt if you are truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own. I know that you are praying for a way to know the difference and to be confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word. If you are ready to grow in your faith and your identity in Christ and to confidently step into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Today is day three of the chapter on Mary that we're doing some devotional content from. And today we're going to be talking about the water. We're going to go ahead and read from John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does it have to do with us? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were six stone water pots set there for the Jewish custom of purification, containing twenty or thirty gallons each. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. So they filled them up to the brim, and he said to them, Draw some out now, and take it to the head waiter. So they took it to him. When the head waiter tasted the water, which had become wine, and did not know where it had come from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Every man serves the good wine first, and when the people have drunk freely, they have ser- then he serves the poorer wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of of his signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. Yesterday we talked about how Mary transfers her authority over Jesus and then she encourages the servants to do that as well. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the servants. I want to talk a little bit about the water though. We skip over this part. We talk about the wine but we forget about the water. The Jewish custom of the time was to use these water pots for this religious cleansing. And so the fact that they were even present and then they were there, it shows that this family cared about their status with God. And they were really taking care to abide by like the religious custom of the time. And I know that we don't understand that, but for them, it was super important. And so the words that are used to describe this religious cleansing were kind of the same descriptors that we talk about when we're talking about baptism. And maybe they were part of the the religious part of the wedding ceremony, or maybe they were there for the guests so that that the, the guests had an opportunity to get their hearts right as they were celebrating. 
Um, but regardless of the reasons why they were there, they were off limits. It would have been a violation of the religious custom to use those water pots for anything other than purification. Think about that. When Jesus turned the water into wine, to use those water pots for anything other than the religious purification, it would have been a violation of the religious custom. But yet Jesus commands the servants to gather the water. And not only were they obedient, but they did their job well. When it made no sense. When it was a lot of work. When it was countercultural, Or when it wasn't the religious thing that they had always done. That is something that talks to us in regard to how we serve. And so Mary had set this example of surrender in her own mind, her will, her emotions, and she's commanding them in faith to follow the direction of Jesus. And we see by their willingness that as they follow this like ridiculous request that Mary, who has authority, as she has faith in him, they see her example of surrender and obedience, and that speaks to their heart. Because they trusted her. And because they trusted her, they also trusted Jesus. And so it was the words of Mary that let those that she was speaking to, that led them to follow and obey Jesus. She was a woman who used her authority to point others to Christ. So what direction did Jesus give the servants after they had filled the water jars? He said, draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. I don't know about you, but I've always like thought, okay, what are these guys thinking when he said that to them? Because they had just finished filling the containers with water, water. (laughs) And now Jesus was telling them to take some out and take it to the head waiter. Uh, okay. But how do they respond? I, I would like to hope that I would just be obedient, but I know the way my brain works. I would have been like, okay, this guy's crazy. Even if I was obedient, I would have been muttering under my breath. But that's it. They didn't ask why. They didn't argue. They took it to him. They didn't wait to make sure that that's what Jesus really meant. They didn't double double ask 15 other people. They didn't wait for a new picture. They just did what God told them to do. We sometimes need to come to that place. And this is our heart check moment. Has God ever asked you to do something for him that really didn't seem to make any sense? at least in the physical. I'm going to share that from my own experience um, in our wrap-up episode this week. But if not, I want you to imagine how you would feel if God did ask you to do something. And what would be your barriers? What would be getting in the way of you being obedient? If you need to pause it, go ahead and pause it. But I want you to think through the things that would be barriers to obedience. And maybe you haven't gotten to a place where God has been asking you to do the big things. How about the little things? How about doing devotions every day or being in God's word every day or listening to God's word every day or praying every day or surrendering your will to him every day? Sometimes it's not just about the big things, but sometimes it's about the little things. Go ahead and pause it and I'll wait for you. All right, if your heart's clear, I want to get back to the the pitchers. So when Jesus told the servants to fill the pitchers, the contents this is important now. The contents of the stone water pot was still water. It was not yet wine. But we see them be obedient and they're not complaining. 
We don't hear about their doubts or their fears, but we hear about their obedience. So sometimes the miracle happens after our move towards obedience, despite what we see in the natural. And so Jesus does, before they get to where they're going, he performs this miracle. And those water jars are transformed. But it's not in the timing that we expect. It's not in the timing. Like, okay, none of this made sense in their mind because this is the first thing, time this happened. But in our mind, in our physical mind, it would have made sense for Jesus to turn the water into wine before he sent them out. That's not what happened. Because our timing is not the timing of Jesus. Those jars were, were useless unless they had something to fill them. And that ritual of filling them with water was kind of an empty ritual in the sense that Jesus is the only one that can take care of what's inside of us. And so we see this example of Jesus doing what he wants to do in his timing, in his way. And don't you think that when they went to take that wine out and they saw it was wine, that miracle minister to them? I can guarantee you it did. I've I've had several times where God has done something that only those of us that were serving could see it. And I have a really cool modern day loaves and fishes story to share with you this weekend on, on Saturday's episode. But you see that all the time. I can tell you so many miracles that I have seen that God has revealed to those that are serving that the general population or the general church did not see because God reveals an aspect of his character when we are obedient in serving him. Has there been times where you have been tempted to quit because you didn't know what God was doing or that it was taking longer than you thought it would or he didn't do it in the timing that you thought he should? I want you to kind of reflect upon that this week. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll continue discussing the rest of this episode together. Stay tuned. Maybe you didn't understand a direction he gave you. Maybe it's a lot of work, and it seems tiring, and you're frustrated because there's still water when you're expecting wine. Don't give up. Friend, listen to me. Don't give up because you might just be moments away from witnessing the miracle that God wants to do in your life. I want you to remember Mary's example and the example of the servants, faith and obedience. Lord God, I pray for my friends today that if they are waiting on their miracle, Lord God, help them to wait on you. If there's still water where they are expecting wine, Lord God, I pray for a dynamic refreshing of your spirit to empower them in the waiting, to empower them in their obedience as they seek you for the next step. Even if it feels counterintuitive or against the religion that they've been taught or against the way that the world works, Lord God, we thank you that you are the author and perfecter of our faith. So as we step out in obedience to your call, to your words, to your vision for our lives, God, I pray that you would meet us there. I thank you that you are a God that cares intimately about sparing us the things that we don't even know. Lord, I thank you and I praise you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey friend, do you feel like you need a little one-on-one? My goal 
for the She Hears ministry, the Hearing Jesus podcast, all the resources that we have is to really help you learn how to hear God's voice so that you can be confident in your relationship with him. And if you're struggling to learn how to identify or even overcome the barriers that you have in your life to growth, I want to be able to walk through that with you. Did you know that I'm a Christian life coach? Maybe you're struggling with something and you need some objective biblical insight or opinions, or maybe you need to work through something that feels just a little bit too heavy to do on your own. I would love to walk through that with you and land on some practical ways to achieve that goal. And so I have some limited coaching opportunities. If you go to shehears.org, there's a section where you can schedule some one-on-one time with me. I have Mondays and Fridays open right now going into the new year. So I pray that if that is something that you need, that you've been praying about that it would be an opportunity for you to take advantage of some one-on-one time with me. And again, my heart is really to help you lean into whatever it is that God is calling you to do. I pray that that's a blessing for you. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.